People try to put us down. Talking about my genitalia. <laughs> every every time I just brace myself because I never know what's coming. Talking about my genitalia. My genitalia. I'm not talking about my genitalia. Talking about <laughs> talking about other things that burn. People. Oh no. I'm sorry. I listen, guys. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> we gotta we gotta tell some jokes. That's part of what we do. But we're talking about sad things. Um as, yeah, I hope you're all ready to get really sad again because we're here for episode 39, Tragic Concerts Part 2. Uh <laughs> if you joined us last week, we talked about what did we talk about, Dimebag Daryl and the Coconut Grove Inferno yeah. and all sorts of sad things. Bob Hype canned heat and one other thing oh bangkok <laughs> the bangkok new year that didn't go well didn't go as planned uh and this week we'll be going to cincinnati warwick rhode island paris and prague as we discuss more of the most infamously tragic concerts in history Aww. Mm. Aww. Mm. what was your favorite story last week <laughs> Well, one couldn't you get out of your head all week? <laughs> None of them. Oh. No. Well, because we moved on to this week's, and we yeah, we moved on to this week's like immediately. No, yes. the I mean, I the Coconut Grove one because it's just something I had never heard of, and that's like yeah, like an area I you know I know a lot about, so yeah. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, and we found out that we had like. Been right near there the last time we were in Boston. Yeah, we stayed right near there. Yeah, uh, and we probably we like walked by that. Yeah, spot. There's, a, there's a plaque to commemorate the Coconut Grove <laughs> Inferno in uh, Boston. But this week, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some different stuff. Uh, one of these in particular is definitely very. I don't know, man. This one got us. We were especially me. Yeah, really. You've been off. This one. This one broke me. You've been off all week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, just somewhere else. Yes. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to why I'm broken. I broke myself for the podcast. Yeah, I'm really... You're welcome. I I, I don't want to say I'm proud of you, but I mean, like, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the broken society. <laughs> the society of the broken. Yes. We, I enjoy having you. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I seem off. <laughs> this is, this is now great. maybe you'll better understand me. And all those times you're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? You mad? Are you okay? You mad, bro? I'm just like, no, I'm just, this is just live, living in darkness here. <laughs> now, uh, the first story, we're going to dive right into it this week. We've got a couple big ones. We're going just go just right going into in. it. Um, So get ready, you pinball wizards, because we're going back to before my generation. <laughs> <laughs> to 1979, uh, we got a story about a Who concert in Cincy that went downhill before it started. The who. who? See, I don't know about this one. Who? Who? Well, let me tell you. On December 3rd of that year, the who were set to play at the Riverfront Coliseum. The attendees had been told the doors would open at 3 p.m. They didn't open until about 5. And as you know, if you, you know, anyone listening, and as we both know here, uh, these large, this was like a giant Civic Center size show, yeah. you know, thousands of people. With, yeah, huge crowd. So this takes, uh, it takes a long time for that number of people to funnel into an arena. Yeah, you need like get a good amount of time when you open the doors to yes. 
So the doors open late, uh, you know, so a large crowd had been gathering for hours beforehand. And so as people were funneling in, at about 7.15, fans heard some tunes from inside the arena, and they thought the band had already taken to the stage. So, uh, you know, this is where it gets ugly. The fans began charging through the open doors, and only one set of doors had been opened. Oh, jeez. There were, like, two other sets of doors that people were gathered near yeah. that just never got opened up. So they went around to the other doors that were open. So at 7.15, they hear some tunes coming from inside the arena, and I guess it's uh, conflicting reports. It was either the band doing a late sound check or, uh, like, they were showing clips from one of their movies because the Who had some movies. Uh, yeah. So they were showing clips of that, like, in between sets or something from the opener to the Who. But either way, uh, the fans dashed through uh, the doors, and uh, they charged through the doors. Uh, 26 people reported injuries, and sadly, 11 people lost their lives. That's like, come on, people. Yeah, like, just they were trampled. They died of, like, asphyxiation and tramp yeah. trampolization. I hate, I hate, like, fanatical, like, response. Yeah, you can't do that. It's just like Don't people do that. just lose their head, and it's not even, like, why. Yeah, why? Why lose your head over just, like, a bunch of people you, you might don't miss a song or, or something, yeah. a song or two of the who. <laughs> just, like, be chill, file in, and, like, <laughs> yeah. just relax a little. Yes. Like, you're not going to miss out on, like, I don't know, the best... 10 minutes of your life or anything like <laughs> no. just relax yeah settle down <laughs> do a doobie and get in the door just be god be chill people <laughs> yep um the show went on as planned with the band not being told about the tragedy until after the concert had ended i'd be so mad yeah they were they were pretty upset about it all they were just like yeah, i wouldn't what the have fuck? wanted to play yeah. Yeah. like knowing that that something like yeah, people then, had gone so hurt like and died then, and then there's and a big stuff. celebration you know yeah like everyone partying so you know? awful yeah and the next night in buffalo robert daltrey told the crowd we lost a lot of family last night this show is for them Aww. and they played in the honor of the the people who yeah. were injured and uh, lost their lives the night before and in an interesting side note the mayor of providence rhode island canceled the who's scheduled performance in that city on that tour due to this event he just wanted nothing to do with it. So he said, the who is not welcome here. It's all their fault. It's just like management fault. Yeah. And the show in Cincinnati had general uh, general admission seating. So like it was just a free-for-all to get to the front of the stage. Yeah. Where the Providence show had a signed seating. Oh, so, so it wouldn't, wouldn't have, have been even... as, as uh, chaotic. But yeah. they, they canceled the show. But 33 years later, mm -hmm. The Who played in Providence honoring tickets from the canceled 1979 show. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really... <laughs> so many people are probably like, I don't have that fucking ticket anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were still holding on to that ticket from yeah, 30, 35, to... 33 years ahead of time, uh, beforehand, you could you could get into that show for free. So, that's pretty <laughs> that's cool. That's pretty cool. Yes. And speaking of Rhode Island... Yeah, this one is a rough one. Let me wet my whistle. <laughs> All right. Now we will go on to Rhode Island for our next devastating story to the little town of West Warwick, the town where I was born. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> this is your kind of hometown. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about the band Great White. And why did such a shit band get such a cool name? That's what I want to know. They just got there first. Oh, those bastards. I looked up. They have cool like album art, too. And that's the only thing that's cool about them. I actually, I tried to listen 
and it's really bad. Not just that it's not my cup of tea. It's yes, it's just pretty bad. I don't know. Anyway, I but mean, I'm not here to judge. Little, you know, there's a little something for everyone. There in is this a life. little something for everyone, <laughs> and you know what? The people who went out to the show that night, they were there to have a good time, and I'm not judging them for what they wanted. They were out having a fucking blast, going to see some live music, and uh, you know, Great White was a fairly successful band in the late '80s and early '90s, but by the time 2003 came around, the band had broken up. The band singer, Jack Russell, what a dog, cough, uh, <coughs> douchebag, <coughs> he had a uh, predictably unsuccessful solo career going on. Always. So, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So he recruited one of the guitarists from like the original lineup of Great White to join his solo band. And okay. they did a tour under the name Jack Russell's Great White, where this band oh. would play, yeah. <laughs> They would play a bunch of like gray white tunes. So, so tech... you'd be like, I can't do this yeah. solo. And, like nobody cares. Yeah. So he... I'm gonna piggyback on my prior fame. Yes. But it's me. It's just me. So talk about an ego. Yeah, Jack Russell, what a dog. <laughs> How many times are we gonna say that? Uh, I'm gonna try at least three more before this is said and done. Okay. That's the nicest thing I have to say about this fuck yeah, face. Yeah. Um so, technically three members of the original Great White are off the hook, because yeah. more or less the band that actually performed that night was a tribute act to the original Great White. So weird. Yes. And that was the band, like, on the bill was technically Jack Russell's Great White, but the promoters just put Great White on the big sign well, out it front. Bring, it brings yeah, the you know, Jack Russell's and... Great White is just confusing. You know, what yeah, the fuck like, is this? Is it some weird cover? Is this I mean... like a dog show set to shark videos? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on here? They're just feeding dogs to sharks now? This is entertainment? <laughs> but anyhow. On the night of February 20th, 2003, as the band took the stage with an audience of a little over 450 in the... 400 uh, capacity club their manager lit three massive pyrotechnic spark machine fucking things now these aren't even like these aren't tiny little like sparklers either these no. are like these this pyrotechnics the they like palm tree into the ceiling yes <laughs> they're it's ridiculous it's not yeah it's not meant for inside oh. it's outside it's, fireworks. Out, it's for outside voices. <laughs> yeah, outside yes. fireworks. Um, within 55 seconds of the performance, a large fire had started in the ceiling of the club. As the audience caught on to what was happening, they hurriedly began to attempt to exit the building. Two of the side exits were chained shut, and a bouncer was blocking people from using the backstage exit as it was for the band only, bro. Even though, like... There's a fire. Yo, dude, the place is burning to the ground. Yeah. Can I leave, please? <laughs> I'm not up. trying to bother the band. I'm trying to not die. It wasn't like there's Fuck like face. a tiny, like little fire in the corner. Like it no, it's on fire. It's it's a fast thing. It's um, like there's a lot of flames within seconds. Yes. Within, uh, where were we? Okay, so forcing the entire audience, all three three other ways out were being blocked. So there's one way out the way they all came in. So the entire audience is forced to exit through the main the main doors. In the escape, many were trampled and crushed in the doorway. Within two minutes, the fire had overtaken the entire like show area of the club. 
and within about five minutes, anyone left inside was a lost cause. That's not a lot of time. That's such a short amount of time. At all. Like, to, to think about how hard it is just to get out of a show in, like, a big place. Yeah. Trying to get out one tiny door... 400 people, 450 people trying to get out one tiny door, and then you really have less than five minutes to get out. That's, like, impossible yes. for humans to do. Oh, yes. Um, after the flames died down, 100 bodies were found inside the club in, uh, you know, there were bodies in the main showroom, the bathrooms, the kitchen, just yeah, anywhere. Yeah, I didn't, like, think about... Anywhere people could try to get out, um... And saddest of all, 40 bodies were piled in the narrow hallway and in the doorway yeah, I out hate of the that. place. 40 people were almost there. They were like just within just feet trying. of the entrance, of yeah. the exit. And the band's manager and the two club owners were found guilty of crimes leading to the deaths. And uh, they all served brief jail sentences, but not really a lot. All of them, you know, uh, under, I think they all did under three years. That doesn't feel like but. a nut. Well, I mean, especially like. Anybody involved in, like, safety of the club itself? Because, like, you're chaining exits. Yeah, that's ridiculous. not... I mean, anything can happen. Like, any emergency can happen. You can't yeah. trap people inside. No, not... Absolutely not. And if anyone's listening, if you own a nightclub, or if you run, like, DIY shows out of your house or your basement or something... Have proper Do exit. it safely, man. Yeah. It's not a fucking joke. And shit can just go bad quick. For you whatever know? reason. Like... Not even with anyone being an asshole. Like, you, it just like, the, you know, there was the place in California. It was like the DIY spot that went up, you know, a couple years ago. And it was like a punk DIY spot. Like, I'd been to many in Providence and stuff. Spots yeah. like that. And it was just like an electrical fire. That, well, that's, that yeah, shit just anything... happens. Someone spills a beer on the power strip and... Yeah, or, or on the in the back of an amp or something. I guess somebody flips a cigarette I don't know. into yeah. like dry leaves. You know, like anything happens. You just don't know. Yeah, like have proper safety precautions. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> and specifically, a main factor of this, uh, despite you know the exits being uh, blocked and all that, but a reason the fire spread so rapidly was due to the foam insulation in the ceiling, just was highly flammable. Now and it flamed in your research. Yes, was the building itself like? Is that kind of a aspect of like cheap construction? I think it was. I think a lot of it was to do to try to uh, soundproof. Oh, a bit, you know. Yeah. So because it well, they showed the insulation. It was that like soundproofing foam kind of eggshell looking stuff. Yeah. But wouldn't you know? You know, like, your club, know your venue, know your space. Yeah. And if somebody comes in and they're like, yo, I'm going to light some pyrotechnics. And you're like, well, there's some foam in the ceiling. Yeah. You can't. Well, there, that was a back and forth during the trial and uh, between the band and the club owners. The club owners insisted that they never gave the band permission to use pyrotechnics. And so I don't think they were ever asked. I don't think they were there. You know, they just, they own the place. They had their managers and their people yeah, but, uh, running. Yeah, but you so, have people. Yeah, So, but I don't think they were ever asked. I think the band set them up and set them off. And I don't think it was ever discussed with I anyone. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, but, also, like, just have some common sense, band. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, if we set fireworks off in our living room, 
felt like the it same, would be like, it seems it feels like the, the same ceiling. height yeah. yeah and these things aren't small so no it, in fact we'll get into uh, this now there was a cameraman for a local news channel in the crowd that night and he was filming and he's pretty close to the stage as the show begins yeah there's and, only like two kind of two rows yeah, of yeah he's about two heads back and he quick he quickly realizes there's something wrong like before most people do and he starts to back out of the club and he gets caught in the fucking stampede out he gets pushed out into the you know out of the club he goes into the parking lot and he films it's about a 13 minute video and it begins from about right when the band takes the stage yeah. uh you know 13 minutes later with just like, a watch sh- the yeah. ceiling catch yeah, you watch everything happen, really. It's yeah. a, it's an uh, uh, it's an amazing video to say, you know. I can imagine It's not it for the a... lighthearted. No. It was very hard for me to get through. Uh it was truthfully one of the hardest things I've watched in years and years and years. And my house is falling apart again. I swear every <laughs> single time you turn that microphone on, that cat The cat's like, "I'm going to wreck some shit." Nuts. They're talking about sad shit. <clears throat> so anyway, it's a fucking sad video. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to play the audio from about the first two and a half minutes of the video, just so you can kind of get a sense of how quick everything Every, yeah, happens. It goes from fun to chaos. It goes to like, fun very to... quickly. Yes. And also, if you are easily like upset, even by just hearing like people in distress, just skip. Skip. I would skip ahead two and a half minutes. And uh, you won't hear it. Don't. And that's for real. Like, if you don't think you want to listen to this, don't listen to it. No one's fucking making you. Yeah. And I totally understand. It is hard to uh, listen to for sure, and it's definitely hard to watch. So we're gonna play it though. So hold on to your butts. (laughs) Uh, Listen to this, and when we come back, we'll talk about this uh, situation a little bit more. All right. Oh, 
That's just chilling. Yeah, it, it is. It's a rough thing to hear. It's even kind of, it's really rough to watch. It is really rough to watch, but, you know, it is available on YouTube if, you know, if you're interested in watching something like that, just, you know, fair warning, it is hard to watch. Like, yeah, it's not a fun video. Uh, some of the things particularly about it that really get me, and uh, one is uh, you can hear in that clip we just played, is the lady going, where's my husband? And she just starts screaming yeah just, ah! like as and like what's happening at that point is she's literally caught in the stampede that's or, or just the rush of people like pushing out. yeah through this little hallway out to the main exit and uh she's having a bad time everyone's having a bad everyone, time. everyone yeah and there's like there's a part where the door is just people shoved in yeah. really tight like you can tell that like layers of people yeah there's like five or six stack of like people just trying to get through the door and there's there's people trying to pull them out and yeah it's just a lot it's like a lot of chaos really quickly it is so fast and the video if you watch it on youtube it has like every 30 seconds it oh yeah will up it'll update yeah. you on the time just to kind of push forth the point of how fucking fast this happened it is it's and within the, minutes the building is. is just engulfed in flames yes and the cameraman like i said uh he backs out of the club and he's filming the doorway as the people are piling into it and there's other people pulling people out you've got people walking by with their fucking hair yeah, smoldering like and... um then a part of it that does that gets me also is you can hear a lot of specific names mm -hmm. being screamed people just looking at the club screaming somebody's yeah, name trying just to like find their friends. jim where's jim or like you know any name you know think of a name there's so many of them happening it's complete fucking chaos well it's and, sad too because you can kind of you can see like some of the people where they were you know you're having a good night and that they were you know getting a little drunk yeah, they're all lit they went out so, to the bar you know they're having a good time they're there to see a band that they enjoyed or yeah you know, they're, and you they're never think that you're gonna no. go to a show and have it completely engulfed in flames within like three minutes no it was quicker than basically if the band had played like two songs well, the entire club yeah. was in fucking flames. What's crazy to right. me in, in the video is you see, I mean, there's fire, like, the cameraman's outside in the parking lot, and there's fire coming out, like, the doorways and, and the roof, and the fire truck show up. So it the building went up faster than the firefighters, and the firefighters' response was a normal, fast... They were there quickly. They're there within a, five minutes. It, you yeah, know, it wasn't there. like yeah. a slow response. It was like a, they were there quick. Yeah. And it's already just, like, too late. Yeah. It's but, honestly, watching the video, it's like watching, you're on, like, the front lines of, a, of like, war. Yeah. It's just, like, wild. a different, you know, it's not war, but just, it's fucking insane. The one that bothered me the most was the dude with his... I'm going to assume friend or maybe even a stranger, just somebody like 
just like draped over his shoulder and he's just it, yelling like medic i need a medic yeah and the that guy's dude was just probably an army guy you know limp. to yell medic like that. Yeah. yeah he yeah but he had what was most likely a corpse just draped over his shoulder that or somebody who had just passed out or they could have like, just been smoke inhalation yeah, or hopefully something, the but, person was yeah. okay but but it's Jesus. just it's it's really sad to see and it's very clear because he's like right in front of the camera and he's just got yeah. this dude like draped over his shoulder like a like a bag of flour, like yeah. just yeah, just screaming out because the firefighters had showed up that like they, he needs a medic because this dude's and obviously there's there's a point the firefighters are responding and they're dragging the hose to the front and and which also by this point too, which is terrifying. At one point, the cameraman walks away to fil- to kind of see what's going on, like the other side of the building, which yeah. is engulfed in fucking flames yeah. already, and he comes back to the doorway. And the fucking doorway is completely in flames. Oh yeah, there's just flames like so, flying out. And you know, out. just a minute or two ago, there was a pile of people there. Yeah. And that's like I said, that's the forty people who died yeah, who in that got fucking stuck. hallway. It was like yeah, it was definitely and not enough time to get all those people out of there. No, at some point, the people helping them out either died helping them or had to back up. You know. Yeah. And, and there's you know that you ugh. knew there were people obviously like behind that like wall yeah. of. Yeah. It was like a door of humans. It's fucking awful. And there is one point where you definitely see a person come flying out of there on fire. And oh, what I was saying when they show up, the fire department shows up, and they're in, like, you know, response mode. Yeah. And there's a man laying on the ground, and his legs don't work or something. Yeah, He's just something laying there. Happened. He's all fucked up. And they just are, like, working around him. And, like, the yeah. hose is on him. And the two guys, like, have to move him because the firefight, you know, they're... They're like, we need to put this fucking fire out. Yeah, man. they like, won't. They'll like, it, yeah. they'll put their hoses like through your car. Yeah, at they'll that break point, your yeah, window. Like, you know, that's, you have that's, to. You have to. You have to, and it. Yeah, it's rough. Definitely rough. Um, and you know, one reason I say fuck that band is because be aware. Just, you know, it's common sense. If you're setting up, I'm I'm in bands. I've played shows. You know, I've seen hundreds of fucking shows. Most of them at places this size. Yeah. And no bands are assholes enough to think that they need pyrotechnics behind them to look it, cool. It wasn't like, even cool looking. That's the it thing. Wasn't. It, it was. It, it, it was looked like, pathetic. It was and... redneck, like Fourth of July. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't anything, like, spectacular. It, even in, like, a big, like, a bigger space or <clears> even <throat> outside, it wouldn't have looked cool. No. It was just, like, sparks just shooting, you know. It was, yeah, it was just something you could go buy at a fireworks store, you know. Yeah. And it's just, if you needed that to, like, drive your show home, then you suck. Like, if you can't just go own a small room by rocking your fucking tunes, well, then, and then... then call it a day. Like, you're not a big band anymore. You got to accept where you are and fucking do it. When and, he says too, when it like catches on fire and he's like, like that don't look good. Yeah, and you can clearly hear that in the clip we played. Uh, yeah, he, like it's like he's almost like making a joke. Yeah, he goes, "Well, that doesn't look good," and he bounces. And to be honest, my man Jack Russell, not my man. Fuck, I don't like him. <laughs> the dude, Jack Russell, what a dog. He um has never really publicly like apologized or really said anything remorseful about the situation yeah um at one point the song they opened up with was desert moon and so they vowed to it never play that song again because you know it drummed up the memories of that night yeah. and then uh, by 2009 they were playing the song again so it's like it was yeah. just like a half-hearted yeah. not even 
uh, one of the guitarists of the band, not the original member of Great White, but one of the members of the solo project there, he ran back into the club to get his guitar. And he didn't, he, stupid. he didn't make it out. As well as, uh, it was interesting today, I actually was speaking with my dad about this topic. Oh, yeah. And he's from Rhode Island, as am I, but he's, like, really from Rhode well, Island. Well, and I mean, you know, he was he, there. Yeah, because I've time. actually lived in New Hampshire most of my life, but he's, uh, you know, born and raised in Rhode Island. And so he knew a lot of people that were connected, you know, that knew people who were there or stuff yeah, like that. Well, he like didn't a, necessarily know anyone personally. Like your friend's uh, co-worker, your friend's yeah, cousin. Yeah, because like Rhode that. Island's tiny. And what he mentioned was one of the radio DJs on WHJY down there, which is a you know radio station I know very well. It's a pretty good station, you know, kind of like the BLM is in this area, the yeah. classic rock station, yeah. you know, and every city's fucking got one. And, you know... Pretty decent rock station, and they, uh, one of the guys, one of the hosts on there, he was there that night, and he died. But oh, wow. a similar, he went back in to try to get some of his audio equipment. Don't go died. back for yeah, the stuff. Don't go back. Fuck the stuff. It, like that's the Fuck thing is the stuff. you can you can get more stuff, but like your life is like you can't get that back. Like you cannot. Stuff is not important when it comes to like you. Yeah, <laughs> that's just. Don't go back for the stuff. Yeah. Never go back for the stuff. No, never. And even, uh, you know, like my dad said, you know, just as a radio DJ in the city, like he felt like, you know, that was like a person he listened to all the time. Yeah. Well, that's like, like when he, celebrities he, like, Yeah. It was just like, he was like, man, like he's like, I didn't fucking know the guy, but it still felt like you lost somebody. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Of course. Yeah. You invite those people into like your homes kind of every, or your cars. Your car, or, yeah. Whatever, your restaurants, your And then work. podcasts took over. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're going to wrap up that. That's enough of the station fire yeah, story. <laughs> I know we, we definitely discussed this one at length, but that was always well, the intention. It's... That's why we didn't talk about it last week. And I'm glad I waited because I, I watched the video in the meantime, even though it broke me. <laughs> and, yeah, and I talked to my dad who you know was around during that. And even my uncle who he lives in Hawaii, and when this happened, he, you know, associated, he didn't necessarily know the band, he just knew, like, this fucking nightclub in Rhode Island lit on fire, so he was like, either my dad or my older brother, who was living there and going to a lot of shows in, in the area at the time, he was worried that one of them could have been there, so yeah. you know, he, he called home making sure everyone was okay. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you hear that, like, it's, it's always, it's rough when it's, it is your... Your hometown, like your home, you know? yeah. yeah, and you, you're like, oh man, I hope it's not, you know, my family member, or my friends. Yeah, for sure. So, obviously, just like with every subject we talk about on the entire podcast, where people die, like no disrespect to survivors or victims or no. families involved. I know sometimes we might have ill taste with the way we discuss things, but <laughs> it's out of no disrespect to anyone, no, any loss I... of life or. Anything like I actually, that. You know, I thought... This is how I deal with sadness. I'm sorry. I make jokes. I'm going to go look up I'm not all that the sorry, names. But, I mean, I'm sorry enough. I didn't mean I'm not sorry. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> You're just digging a hole. No, <laughs> I'm actually... I'm planning on looking up everybody's name that okay. passed in, like, a lot of these so that I can just kind of quietly honor them. Yes. That's a good idea. And as a little um, a bonus segment we're going to put out... In a few days, we will put out the entire audio of the video of the fire that we were talking yeah, about. It's a lot. It is a lot. 
and we'll probably record a little intro to it where we might discuss this a little, just briefly again to bring you up to speed and we'll put that out. A refresher. A refresher course. So keep your eyes out for that if you're interested. If you want to skip that, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, no but, hard feelings. Yeah, no hard feelings if you don't want to Not listen to can 13 that. minutes of people screaming. Most but, people can't yes. handle that. And then like I mentioned, the video is out there if, if that suits your fancy. I don't know if that's a saying, but it is now. Is that a saying? Yeah, I think Suit so. your fancy? Fits your, is it fits your, if it's your cup of titties? I know that's a saying we made up. Is it fits your fancy or suits your fancy? It's your cup of titties. Is it both? Suits your fancy. Fits that your sounds, fancy. Suits your fancy sounds right. but Suits your fancy. And now it's all just meeting nothing huh. to me. It's, said, hmm. it's been said too many times. Suits your fancy. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, we're going to take a song break. This is our first one of the episode. Oh, wow. It's, a long, it's longer than I thought we would be oh, wow, before we yeah, got here. All right. That. Well, here we go. We have N Love out of Columbus. We're going back to Ohio over here. Uh, we found these guys on Hate 5-6, which I don't know if we have hyped up Hate 5-6 enough on this podcast. Have we? Suits your fancy? It's It suits your fancy. It's it right. definitely suits my fancy. If you're a fan of hardcore and you know a lot of like metalcore kind of music... Definitely check out hate56.com, uh, I think, or just Google hate56. It's yeah, it hate, will come up. Hate, the number five, and then six, like, spelt out. So go check that out because it's just hundreds of videos of a lot of our favorite bands. Like, yeah, if, if you they're listen, good videos. They're really good, high-quality videos. He also does stuff where he kind of digitizes people's, like, older videos. Yeah, which is that, really cool. They're not the best quality, but it's still really cool if just for that shit and like if you were at those shows you know what cool i enjoy about him this is silly but he's kind of just like a dork like whenever you see anything like him talking or or he's just like kind of like a dorky guy yeah he's like kind of endearing where you're like oh you're yeah. kind of adorable <laughs> yeah well he's like a super smart dude yeah he, well he, you he can like, read yeah <laughs> he he like makes ai that runs most of his website and all his stuff yeah he's no a, it's, but you can tell he's a programmer he, which, it's yeah. kind of cool it's like the it's like the the computer nerd in high school and he, now he gets to do like these really cool things and has yeah. like an absolute dream he really does like, he has a passion life. for it and <laughs> i mean i'm grateful for it because it's given me hours of entertainment yeah and no, he's, I, he's never by chance i don't think i've ever been at a show he's filmed Maybe one of these days. Maybe one of these days. And yeah. maybe you'll be filming shows again And then you can one get, day. you could maybe nice. talk to him and get real awkward like you do. <laughs> I get really awkward when I talk to people I admire. You like fangirl, but not like in the like, oh my god, oh my god. But like internally it sounds like, it looks like you're going, oh my god, oh my I'm god. I'm trying god. not to make an ass, but I do. I'm always, just, I don't know, I'm weird. Like it's when you weird. went to go talk to uh, the singer of Daughters and he was just holding the door open for people and you're... <laughs> awkwardly standing there waiting. I didn't want to bother him while he was holding the door. It was he so... He seemed busy. It was so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I saw him again after that, and I was much cooler about it. <laughs> you redeemed yourself? Yeah. I was just like, hey man, good set. Like you're supposed to say. Yeah, like you were just kind of just hovering. <laughs> what? Waiting. I was very happy to see them. Like they hadn't just... played a show in like 10 years or something. <laughs> it was like you're was like... Psyched. Please notice me. Hey, notice no, me. Notice me noticing you. <laughs> anyway, we've got N Love out of Columbus. Check out hey56.com. Yes. 
check out and love out of Columbus. <laughs> good, good try to get the heat off you. Oh, uh, yeah, get the heat up off me. Shit. <laughs> they dropped a six-song EP back in October of last year called Love Will Drown the Nest. This is a nasty album. I, I'm sad I didn't know about it when it came out last year, but thanks to Hate56. Check out Hate56. <laughs> I uh, discovered and love from Columbus. Oh my. How many times can we say Columbus? I don't know. You're really you're in I think, a repetitive mood. I think we should set up a different drinking game for every episode and like put it in the <laughs> description. Be like, you gotta drink every time I say blank. Every time you slur your words or stutter. I slur my stutter. <laughs> this is the longest band intro we've ever done. <laughs> we're trying to recover from the sad. We're trying to have yeah, fun. This is the fun part. We get to talk about hardcore music. Uh Go check out the album, uh, Love Will Drown the Nest. Really fucking good. It was it was actually really hard to pick a song to play, but I went with this one. It's called Harsh Moon, and basically, I just really love the riff that kicks in about halfway through. <laughs> it is fucking break it down. It's a short song. I wanted to play a longer one, but I just really like this you one. You gotta go I with had, your heart. I had you to gotta go with follow this the one, heart. So, and I really hope when touring uh, can happen, these dudes come around to New England, because I'll be there. Come to New England. If Come you're to listening. New England. I mean, yo, I can even help you get shows. Like, yeah. I can help you out. I can get you shows in Boston and Portland, Maine, and uh, Manchester, New Hampshire. If you need, if you need meth. <laughs> if you didn't burn all your bridges. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I got other bridges. There's plenty of bridges to Manchester. <laughs> if I can burn a couple of them. <laughs> anyway, hit me up, guys. I'll book you a show. I might have. But on a side note, the band from England, Fort, that we played on the last yeah. episode, I'm trying to get them over across the pond. That would be cool. We might. 2022, Slow Death the Guy, a Fort tour. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. We're trying. We're trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I'm doing karate. Yeah, I don't care. I bow. I mean, whatever. whatever Namaste. Whatever, whatever gets you there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Check out M. Love out of Columbus. Found them on Hate Five Six. This is Harsh Moon. We'll get back. We have two more sad stories for you. Enjoy the tune. Do some living room mosh or car mosh, wherever you're listening. Toilet mosh. That could get interesting. Uh, I don't suggest. Well, if you're on the squatty potty, you could fucking... I guess. I mean, it might help. It might. It might. <laughs> Here's Anne Love out of Columbus with Harsh Moon. Nah.
Thanks and love from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, dead in Ohio. The story we talked about earlier, there was 11 dead in Ohio. 11 dead in Ohio. There I go with the jokes. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Now we will go to Prague in the year 2010. When a little Lamb of God show. Man, I, like, I can get down to some Lamb of God. Uh, it went terribly wrong with a bizarre twist, in fact. On the night of May 24th, 19-year-old Daniel Nosek was put into a coma following an injury he suffered at the show, the claim being that the singer of the band, D. Randall Blythe, shoved the kid off the stage. He fell backwards and badly hurt himself. Oof. You know? That feels like an accident. Yes. Or just like a, you know, you're not thinking. A thing that happens at a show. Yeah. I've seen many people get shoved off the stage. I've shoved some people off the stage. Not even (laughs) when I was playing, just (laughs) because. After a month in a coma, Daniel sadly passed away. During this time, authorities had begun an invest had began an investigation into the events of that night. In June of 2012, when the band returned to the country, Randy was arrested and charged with manslaughter. That's like a like you just taking a turn. <laughs> yeah, man, you're just showing up to play a show. Could you imagine then, all of a sudden you're just getting arrested for and being like, "What?" Yeah, for what? And they're like manslaughter. You're like, "Hold the phone." Wait a minute. <laughs> I would what? like to call my fucking lawyer. <laughs> I'm scared. So, yeah, uh, it was a long trial. And, in fact, we will revisit this subject again. and uh, Get, like, real yeah, into it. we'll get real into it. Because there was a documentary made that was kind of made by chance. Because one thing about Lamb of God, like, their whole career is basically on film. Like they Which have, crazy. yeah, they have a lot of DVDs and stuff where they go really in depth into themselves. And, you know, in one of their earlier DVDs, it shows like the singer and the guitarist just fucking shit faced and they get, <laughs> they get into a fight and it's pretty ugly. You know, it's like a bad night for the band. Like, yeah. They, and they, they've always been like, they kind of put it all out on the line. Cause they've always been like where they respect that they're a small band who's made it big yeah and so yeah. they they've just one of their that's part of their thing is they've always tried to like be honest with their fans and put it all out there for them so they were filming you know just like they kind of always do there was a, a film crew following them on their tour and then the tour turned into a fucking murder trial yeah so the the director crazy. of the documentary already in progress kind of had to change up the whole yeah premise of Switch the documentary and, yeah and uh so that documentary is called uh as the palaces burn and it was seriously impossible for us to find on streaming yeah you like you were trying to hunt i tried really hard it was lying to you and saying that it was. yeah it said uh it told me that it was on pluto tv so i downloaded that app and i just once there could not find it on the app at all and then it also told me it was on what the quello quello concerts app and so i downloaded that and it was the making of their album as the palace is burned, not the documentary, that's even kind though of a weird, yeah, but platform. it was even, yeah. And it had the artwork and the description of the documentary about the murder case, though, like a about trick. the man's, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, what the fuck? So I couldn't find it on streaming and I really wanted to watch it before we reported on the uh, yeah. subject. So we will, we'll track it down. We'll probably maybe just buy the DVD of it or something. Cause I do, yeah. I've wanted to watch it this whole time anyhow. So we'll come back to you with a more, uh, Clear, more in-depth dive into this situation. But in March of 2013, the court ruled that while Randy was not criminally responsible for the death, he held the moral responsibility. 
basically his actions led to the death, but it was in no way on purpose or with yeah. any thought to kill a person. And from what I understand and what it looks like, um, a lot of what was brought into the trial was basically like the nature of shows. Yeah. And just moshing and crowd surfing. I feel and, like you kind of go and, in knowing, like, you can get pretty injured if things happen just kind of in the right way. So. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I've taken some spills at shows, you know, bad. Yeah. And you can't really get mad at anybody. You know, I mean, I'm yes, there's points in the pit where you can fucking have well, a beef. Somebody's you know, they're doing something with the intention <clears throat> of being but a jerk is really, one thing. When it comes to stage diving and stuff, you're you're kind of taking a fucking chance yeah, getting up there. Yeah, you know what you're doing. And also, like, you know, some of these bands and some of these bigger bands, they're kind of on alert. And, you know, like things we talked about, the dime bag case for situation, yeah, you know, for example. Yeah, anything can happen. You're a little wary of people jumping up at you, kind of charging at you. And I guess one of the things Randy was saying was... There was a guy who came at him a couple of times during the show. Yeah. And he, I guess there was a confusion. He kind of thought this guy was that guy. Yeah, so he felt maybe a little threatened. Or... Yeah. So, as it lay, uh, Randy ended up getting out. and But over the process of this, it really affected the band and kind of put, you know, they lost a lot of money. Yeah. Because a band like, you know, the music industry is what it is these days, and a band's really got to grind to make it yeah, by. Yeah, seriously. And while, yeah, they're a really big band as far as metal goes, they still, they have to put in a lot of work and a lot of time to make to make ends meet, and this put them down for a couple of years, really, so. Yeah, that's like a, that's a good chunk of your time. Yeah, that's a lot of time. At least, though, like, I feel like knowing that your actions cause someone... To die is kind of punishment enough. Of like, course, you don't yeah. need any more. No. <laughs> like, that's enough. Yeah. Now on to uh, 2015 in Paris, when one night on Friday, November 13th, an Eagles of Death Metal show at the Bataclan Theater was the center of citywide terrorist attacks. While smaller attacks took place around the city, the show was overtaken by three men shooting machine guns into the crowd of about 1,500 people. This is, like, one of my, like, legitimate fears. Anytime I go to anything, any, like, big shows. Yeah. I'm always worried, not, like, terrorist, but that is obviously on my mind. But just any sort of just uh, mentally ill person shooting into the crowd, like, any of, just any of that stuff. And, I mean, unfortunately, it's more and more frequent these days in in America, you know. Well, yeah, so you're on, you know, you're on edge. Mm -hmm. I'm on edge every time I go somewhere that's, like, known collection of people, whether it's, like, a movie theater or a show, Mm -hmm. like, the bigger, the more kind of aware I am. Yeah. Which is a shame. It's a shame that, you know, that's how we have to be as a humanity. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how humanity has to be, is what I should have said. Yeah, it's fucking awful, man. And I remember the night this was happening, I was working, and it was kind of a slower night, you know, November 13th. I don't know why it was so slow, around Thanksgiving time, I guess, you know, a little slower. Yeah. And this was all coming in, like, on, like, the metal blogs, because they are like, yo, they're sh- popping off at this show in Paris, and... I was just like, wow, this is fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, reports from inside the theater are really terrifying. Uh, As survivors report, the gunman gleefully shot down anyone that attempted to flee. 
people were just laying in piles of dead and injured people playing dead. Yeah, this one, a lot of the, like, survivor accounts are rough. Yeah. Like, what people did to try to survive and make it out. It's like, it's it's hard to, it's really hard to read. the terrorists had it uh, set up where they, um, you know, there was an exit, and so people would try to run towards it, and then there was a dude at the exit just gunning them down yeah, and, and they so would just... shoot shoot them in the back on their way out and at one after you know a little while the police raided in and one of the terrorists was on the stage and they shot at him and he detonated his bomb his suicide vest <sighs> and the two other guys shot at the police forcing them back outside they grabbed about 20 hostages and dragged them into a different room and over you know there was about 50 minutes or so of back and forth on the phone with them and they were using the you know basically using the hostages as human shields yeah and eventually the police just fucking raided the room and took them out one of the dudes was able to detonate his bomb uh but the police had their shields and got right around all the hostages real quick so really nobody was injured yeah and some like fast yeah yeah and it sounds you know and then the uh, other guy they shot shot to death in that scenario (laughs) yeah you have to. You really do. That just fucking well, sounds Those are people awful. that are going into a scenario. Like, if you have somebody who has bombs, like suicide bombs, they're going into a situation, like, very much ready to die. So they're going to do anything. Like, there's no... They don't care. No. They're just going to take out... Like, their goal is to kill as many people as they can. Yeah. And they're, like... They'll die. They don't... It doesn't matter. So you just have to do whatever you have to do because they're going to do whatever they have to do. Yeah. So... And they were throwing grenades. Yeah, it was and just like into chaos. piles of people. And it was a long time. It was about three hours, the whole standoff. I've read know, some of those, yeah. those stories, like I said, from this. And there are, yeah, some, like, horrible things of people. Like, just cowering and hoping to live through it. Knowing that they're probably not going to, and just like by luck, made it out, and yeah, it's just so scary, <laughs> so bad. Um, you know, by the end of the night, ninety people were dead and hundreds others injured in this attack alone, and there were I think five or six other smaller attacks around the city that night. Yeah, there's a whole. Yeah, it was a crazy. It was a bad Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. The weird thing to me. I mean, I know, like, terrorist stuff, you know, it's kind of like a act of war. But it doesn't feel like it's, like, doing anything other than just, like, messing up people's lives. Yeah, you're just hurting, like, random well, people. Like, They're just trying to dig a eagle's like, a death metal Stuff show. like that. Like, stuff like that. I mean, I understand, like, 9-11. Like, that had a goal and that, like, you know. But going into a show and gunning people down or like setting a bomb off in a car on a street or like like that that's just like senseless killing yeah it's like like obviously you're not going to condone any terrorist act but like one that has an effect is like an actual act of war yeah these are just like straight up just murdering people you're kind of just being a dick yeah like you're you're just being a dick you're just taking out like not really proving a point except that you're a dick because you don't like whatever you don't like their government or you don't like their country or you don't like like their business you know whatever it's just it's like it's just kind of sick yeah 
Don't be a terrorist. It's bad yeah, news. Don't be a terrorist. It's bad news. Unfortunately, it starts, I think, real young. Like, brainwashed. Brainwashed people. Yes. Well, you know, what the hell. <laughs> so that's also a very brief uh, telling of the events in Paris that night. Yeah, I'm sure you could get real into we, it. You could get very into it. I was reading up on it, and I was just like, this is a lot. Like, I'm not going to start getting into the history of terrorist groups and stuff right now. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's, a, like, a hole that you could just fall yeah. down for, like, days. Yes. So that's another one, possibly another full episode. I mean, we're going to be doing this fucking thing for a long time and every week, so we'll hit on oh, stuff. There's we'll we'll so do many. We'll do deeper dives. I was thinking we may even do a um, Tragic Concerts Part 3, like, eventually. Yeah. In a few months or something. Yeah, you need a break. I do need a break. <laughs> and that's actually next week's episode is the happy episode. I'm into it. <laughs> I am too. So we put up on uh, the social media there. You can go check out and uh, let us know just what makes you happy. What are some things that make you happy? That's what we're <laughs> going to talk about next week. I'm going to look up just some uplifting people from history, some cool, fun shit we're going to learn yeah, about. silly uh, maybe. Yep. Some silly stuff. And one more doomed concert I just want to discuss quickly while I have you here. <laughs> um, would we consider the Titanic a doomed concert considering the <laughs> band played to the fucking end, right? Yeah. All right. But, well, I mean, I wouldn't call it a tragic concert, but there was music and tragedy. Music during a tragedy. There was music during a tragedy. So tell us a little about the Titanic. I could, I can't even get far into that. We did. We have a few minutes. <laughs> Where was it sailing from? Portugal. <laughs> it was well. It was made in Ireland. Okay. And then it went to England, and it was sailing to America. All right. And it's maiden voyage. It's maiden voyage. Everyone should know about the Titanic. You all know about the Titanic. Yeah. Hit an iceberg. Went down. There's a lot about why. There's a lot about why. What do you know? Is, do you know anything about the band specifically, or like what made them play? Any you got any insight to the band um, situation? From, I don't know. From the stuff I read, it's just they wanted to like I think calm people, and I mean I know like I I think their thing you know was like a little bit of a big fish tale in the sense like obviously they didn't play till the end, but they played as long as they could, and I they did die i think all of them did die and go down really with the ship they have actually they found the like violin yo sunken ships needs to play a cruise though <laughs> <laughs> no they have like the they when they were collecting bodies and things and debris and stuff they did find a violin of one of the members and that's in a museum somewhere that would be cool as fuck to go see yeah yeah i love museums so I do. I I just want to do all. Yeah. The, like, can we all stop breathing on each other so we can go to museums again? I want to go to the one in Halifax. I think. Is that like the ultimate Titanic museum? Well, so one of the rescue, like one of the ships that went out to like collect, try to find bodies and stuff, sailed out from Halifax. Huh. So there's like a there's a museum that's all about like, maritime stuff in, like, that area. But they have some 
artifacts from the Titanic that were collected when in the like missions to go out and try to. Is that where the violin is? I don't remember where the violin is. Huh. We'll have to I'll find have out. To look up that. We'll put it on the fuck it list. <laughs> yeah, I have. But um, yeah, no, they did. They like were trying to, I think, calm people, and I think they were trying to just create some sort of nice in such like a horrific and scary moments. Yeah. What other kind of entertainment was there? There must have been other bands, right? Or not bands, but like musicians. There was the drunken Irishman playing down in the basement. Well, the basement of the boat, right? Going off the movie. There was also a nice set of jugs, at least one solid I mean, set I'm of sure jugs people, on that boat. I'm sure people were making music. I'm sure all the like low class, you know. You think there was some dudes like beatboxing down there? Steerage passengers. No. When the ship goes down, you better be ready. When the ship goes down, Cypress Hill. <laughs> These people. It was a different time, sir. It was a different time. There was no beatboxers on the Titanic. Not this bad. is bullshit. Right about it's fucking bullshit. No wonder it sunk. <laughs> Tell us about the dude who's the drunk guy. I like that story. Yeah, there was one of the dudes that got one of the very few people that went into the water that survived. The reason they they say or they think he survived is because he was just downing. Um, brandy yeah dog and like he just you know alcohol kind of like warms you and he i don't know if it i don't know sends your blood though right doesn't it want to make you colder you would think but i guess that's like a well because think about the dog sometimes when you're just drunk though you're just like i got this yeah but (laughs) i'm cool i'm good think about (laughs) the like the saint bernard's like the the rescue dogs and like they feed them brandy they use yeah they used to like carry brandy for to warm you up I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so that's that's why. Like, one of the dudes went into the water. He got, he got rescued because he was all wasted on brandy. Hell yeah. He knocked that chick off the door. She's like, I just saw you send your boyfriend to float. I'm out of <laughs> here. Get out of here. Give me your door. It wasn't a door, by the way. It was a door frame. A door frame. Or part of a door frame. All right. And there was rum for two, but it was a buoyancy issue, people. Well, her boobs could have floated him. He could have just latched on. He kept his head that work. Kept his head up. He did did keep his head up. He just froze. Put his head up and goes. And they propelled themselves out of there on their motorboat. Movie is not an accurate depiction. (laughs) That's another one. I know I keep saying this, but we will do a Titanic episode. Yeah, I can talk about that, and I can get. This is our resident Titanic expert. If people didn't think I was weird and crazy already. They do. They will. They do and they will. Don't you worry. I've been, I was. They think I'm perfectly sane though. (laughs) No way. No, I've, I've spent, I've probably been researching and learning about the Titanic since I was like, I don't know, 10, 9 or 10. Wow. Back when you remembered it happening live. (laughs) <laughs> there's ha, this ha. going theory in my family that that's one of my souls one of our souls was on the boat i'm pr- i people i believe in reincarnation it's all right it's big deal i no think problem. that i've died at sea like almost every time fuck yeah let's go for a boat ride <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this soul came into this body from the ocean yeah 
I could get real weird. We'll get real weird, 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 weird. Don't get me talking about reincarnation or aliens, because then people are just going to be shutting down. See that? <laughs> it spun Titanic into a doomed concert. A tragic concert yeah, in that history. Was, I mean, I wouldn't call it a tragic concert, but it was I was just wondering, tragedy. though, there was the band playing, you know. I would the, say it was a tragedy story with, of the band, that had you know? music as a, like, center story. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, Titanic to the rescue. <laughs> no one came to the rescue. They went down. We're gonna People take another came to the rescue just too late. A little late. Well, that's as soon as they could. The ship so went down crazy fast. Yeah. We have another song break. We got Black Micah. This is my man Cedar. Well, you know Cedar. I know Cedar. Oh yeah. I went to high school with this cat. It uh he worked with me and my family at our restaurant in Rhode Island. This is his tune Crescent. You can find it on Bandcamp. He's got a handful of albums on there actually so go check them all out and uh when we get back we're gonna wrap this one up wrap it up <laughs> wrap it up so check out black micah with crescent all right bitch Thanks, Cedar. Thank Black, you. Black Micah. Fuck yeah, go check his shit out on Bandcamp, for sure. Definitely. Hell yeah, throw him some monies. Cedar is a trucker now. And I did not see that one coming, but <laughs> thanks for uh, delivering the goods across I mean, I the bet, nation. I bet that's really cool. I'm sure it is. He said it was fun seeing the country. Yeah, whatnot, I'd probably so. see some cool things. And Hell yeah, Cedar. It was nice talking to you a little while ago. Thanks for letting me play your tune, and uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay away from those lot lizards, right? Is that what oh, called? no, no. <laughs> Hang out with the lot lizards, I dude. I don't think they're the most favorable ladies. They'll do favors for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> so they're favorable. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. a, like, cruel term. Lot lizard? Yeah. Hey, need a hand job? <laughs> I mean, I know they're probably There's... rough and rough. and. Make sure you. I'll use the hand sanitizer. I want to look ah. up. The history of that term. <laughs> the history of lot lizards. Yeah. There's an episode. <laughs> you know, I think I kind of mentioned this earlier, but we were I was playing hangman with my daughter, and like, what did that dude do? That's what I want to know. Hey, huh. seriously. Yeah, like, that he's there 
while like fucking Pat Sajak and Vanna White <laughs> are tr- are ready to determine when he gets hung. What like a morbid game for children. Yeah, like also. If you don't figure out this word, this man will die. Which is it's really weird that and you're like it's water. I think the word is water. <laughs> <laughs> Stop hanging the man. Please, please. <laughs> You're also, like, assembling him to hang him. Yeah. Which is another level of weird. You're framing him. That's what you're doing. I'm surprised B actually likes that game, because she has quite an aversion to all things, like, death and... Yeah. She loves Hangman, though. <laughs> loves it. She's like, hey, you didn't guess the word wrong. This fucking dude's dead now. Good job. <laughs> and Sajak's just like, oh, you didn't get the new Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy all your body parts. Now you're dead. <laughs> dead fuck. <laughs> so we are going to wrap up this episode. We were going to discuss the uh, 2017 shootings in Vegas, but we don't want this epi- episode to be stupid long, so we're wrapping it up. Yeah, that'll and be the, like, someday three. That'll be the someday part three of this series. That'll be fun when we start doing sequels to episodes <laughs> Look like at us. years We're down evolving. the line like yeah well here's part three to that thing we did a year ago <laughs> have fun uh yeah and so keep an ear out we'll we will be releasing that uh station fire audio in the next few days someday soon after enough of you listen to the episode we'll put that out yeah <laughs> <laughs> what else have we got Buy some merch. Go to spreadshirts.com, Devolution Podcast, and pick up stuff for uh, the rest of this month. You only got, you know, about half the month left here, or not even, about 10 days. Get uh, wow. get your orders in because $5 from every item purchased will go to uh, prevent child abuse in America. Which is a great cause. Absolutely. And I'm glad we're doing that. And we're actually, we're getting a good amount of little money for this. Yeah, this thing, I so. love that. I love that they'll be. You know, more than I expected to get. So thank you everybody who's involved in that. Of yeah, course. Thanks. thanks so much. And get involved yourselves. Go buy some merch. Join the devolution. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That dog. i would like to thank our listener of the week rick hi rick thanks for listening dude and uh you know check out this podcast every week check out any past ones if you're joining us for the first time thank you for being here uh go back to the future and listen to the past (laughs) episodes and the future ones yeah and (laughs) Speaking. Speaking is what I should be doing right now. (laughs) Tell a friend. There's got to be someone who you know who would also dig this. Yeah, everybody's got that weirdo friend. Yeah, unless, you know, listening to this is like your weird guilty pleasure and you're like a nun (laughs) and and you don't want anyone to know. I'm cool with that. It's fine. You don't have to tell anybody. You do you. But, you know, if you know somebody who might enjoy what we're doing here, let them know. Mention it. Say, hey, you like podcasts? You like... Two awkward people talking about dead people. <laughs> Fucking listen to this. We don't always talk about dead people. We kind of do, though. Because we're either talking about real dead people or dead people in movies. Yeah. <laughs> so Seems to be the that's, that's why next week we're doing the happy episode. Do you know what my favorite thing about this is, though? What? This is probably the least awkward we are. In real life, it's way worse. Yeah, I don't like talking it's to like people at all. Way worse. It's way easier to talk to you just into a microphone 
and then you can listen to it later and I don't have to look at you. <laughs> it's way more my style. I don't want to gauge your emotion when you're no, sitting no. in front of me. You just listen and fucking deal with it. <laughs> so check out me. Check out me everywhere, baby. <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> Only fans. It's popping off over there making bank. Um, check out the Sean Winters podcast and Kate vs. Kate. All three of us are part of the Square Hamburgers Productions Podcast Network. And uh, we got some good stuff coming at you. You know, I'm cranking them out every week. Those guys are doing their thing over there. We'll be doing some collaborations sooner or later. So... Keep your ears and your eyes and uh, maybe your dicks and your pussies open. <laughs> Speaking of pussies, I had <laughs> quite the dream last night. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to hear this. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. I don't know. It's not about, like, pretty pussies. <laughs> that doesn't make that better. <laughs> it was alien pussy. What? I dreamt that we were watching Alien, and but there were weird other scenes we didn't remember. All right. And one of them involved the big fucking (laughs) alien, but like close-ups of its weird pussy. Huh. So I don't know. We know what your subconscious is thinking about. Alien pussy. It was scary. But in my dream, though, it was just us sitting there being like, the fuck? Huh. What? And I, I remember in my dream thinking, I was like, maybe I always fall asleep before this part. <laughs> Did I just miss this every time? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, seriously. and But, like, while the original Alien is a classic, I think my version needs to be made. Yeah, I mean, they need to edit that in. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, it was, I don't know how to explain it, but it was like a mix of, you know how the eggs kind of like gape open and like swell, like, <laughs> but it was like that at the, at the taint, going, mah, 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 mah. it was like eating somebody or something. Maybe it was oh. eating the cat, a pussy eating a pussy. Mah. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like quit, quit while you're ahead. No, I'm getting ahead now. <laughs> this is the breakthrough. <laughs> I feel elevated as a conscience. <laughs> this is my life. This is my life too. I have to deal with these thoughts I have. <laughs> Next week is, we have, like, a hippie's wet dream. We have 420 and Earth Day in the same week. Oh, wow. Not just a hippie. Any, if you're a decent person, you love both of those days. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And now, we're going to wrap up the episode. Now that we have talked about pussies eating pussies and all that good stuff and I don't know anything else we talked about. It's got, like, way weird. I I got, like... Way weird real fast. No, I had this revelation, and now I'm on the next plane of existence. I'm on to the next thing now. These All these dead people at concerts are behind me. I'm glad you're broken out of your your dark (laughs) funk with your weirdo dream. I'm out the funk. (laughs) So now, this is huge. Anyone who knows me, I think knows how excited I am 
for this. Yeah. This has been one of my favorite bands since I was a teenager. Bongzilla. Like, I love this fucking band. Just awesome, like, doom metal. But it's like rock and roll doom metal. So that fits. That's exactly my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit of doom metal. I'm a little bit of rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, they have a handful of really great albums, but they are putting out their first full-length album in 16 years. Which is, that's a long time. <clears throat> it is a very long time. It's called Weed Conson, and it drops Tuesday, April 20th, 420. <laughs> I don't know why a band called Bongzilla with an album called Weed Conson would put it out on 420. Yeah, I mean, that's a geez. It does that's not a, feel very in character, right? No, not at all. But they have put out three songs from that album so far, and they are all certified bangers. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a stamp I can put on the songs that it's like certified Angus beef, but they're certified bangers. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to play one of them right now. We have Free the Weed. Go uh, check it out. Keep uh, your eye out for the new album dropping in just a few days. Bongzilla, Weed Conson, we're out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks. This has been a fucking episode right here, man. Yeah, that's all right. It's the episode that broke me and fixed me like, all in the same episode. you have to be broken to be that was built wild. back up stronger. That's what I told you, and then you filed for divorce almost. <laughs> <laughs> or you should if I ever actually say yeah, that to you. Yeah, <laughs> There'd be no almost. <laughs> yeah. You're like, the fuck you just said? <laughs> Unless you're trying to emotionally pep talk me like I just did to you. I am. I was. I will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my side conquered. All right. <laughs> Every band we played this week is going to be like, would these fuckers shut up and play our song? Uh, please? <laughs> For Christ's sakes. Hopefully they find us entertaining and endearing. I hope so. I find them entertaining and endearing. So, that means they should have me. Or they just and feel you. sorry and sad for us. They might. That's cool. I'm down with that, too. That's fine. Thanks for the listen. <laughs> we'll be back next week with a happy episode. Yeah. Because, obviously, we're sad. <laughs> and tired. And tired. Sad, and tired. Just so many alien pussies everywhere. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Love you, sweet dreams. Ha, 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 ha.